0: Welcome to a new episode of the I Ching with Clarity podcast. This one has a reading for an author, Victoria, who's just on the point of getting her book out into the world. Her reading was hexagram 42, increase, with lines 5 and 6 changing. So if you've ever had trouble dealing with apparently contradictory moving lines, or just with finding a way to respond to an intimidatingly negative line, you should find this one helpful. Now I've listened to it all again, I feel as though I got off to a rather slow start. But our conversation takes off when we get to the moving lines, especially towards the end when we suddenly see a really clear application for line five. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this one. Let me know.
1: So where were we? I Well, you were asking me if I'd um, finished my book.
0: I was, yes. Oh, and what kind of book is it as well?
1: Um, well, it's sort of a biography I suppose you could call it Mm -hmm. but a biography sort of a a cultural history slash biography
0: Mm. if that
1: that makes sense so
0: yeah and it's well a a draft is finished or a second
1: draft is finished yeah well so I finished the first draft um in about the summer maybe June or May um and then I've done at least one or maybe two I've lost count now I've had how many revisions um and I kind of thought at the beginning that when I got when I got to about this stage, I'd be looking at pitching and, and, and trying to get some agents or publishers interested. And now I'm at this stage. Um, I don't feel ready, um, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if that's just me um, uh, sort of procrastinating or, or putting off the dreadful day when I might
0: fail I don't know <laughs> or, or, <laughs> well get a get a rejection letter those, those are powerful of course aren't they
1: yeah or whether it's actually just not ready and I should just leave it to mm. sort of cook for a little bit longer
0: yeah um and so you asked should I be thinking about pitching my book or wait while I continue revising yeah um and from what we from what you said by email you were hoping that the oracle would give you some advice on what to do basically
1: I was um and um but then i was also a little bit thrown by the by the line 42 uh, the, the the sixth line
0: mm. um, yeah i think the answer was 42 increase with lines 5 and 6 changing yeah. going to 24
1: yeah and six yeah. All, and that sixth line always throws me if i get it because it immediately makes me feel like i'm doing something terribly wrong in life
0: yes yeah, i know <laughs> yes it's not my favorite line to get either but i'd like to come come to it sort of at the end after we've okay. set the whole context with the two hexagrams We've kind of we got a framework and we have an idea of where to put it and what it might be about. So the two hexagrams, increase and returning, and I look at these and wonder how they combine. And increase is about being blessed. It's like a farmer who's blessed with good rains and is going to have an abundant harvest. And it's also about actively increasing things, improving them and turning them towards the good, towards more and better kind of like writing a book and revising it and improving it. And that sense of, you know, there's growth and energy and things are getting better and things want to happen. And then in the background, you've got 24, returning, which also means recovery. And, you know, Wilhelm translates it as the turning point, which is really helpful. Um, so I think combining that with increase it puts the emphasis on how it and how it turns things towards increase, and how increase turns towards giving, and also on the flexibility and adaptability in forty two. That means it does keep changing direction whenever it's needed. Um, it keeps going on the road, and when you see something better, you change towards it. I'm trying to apply that lot to the question. Forty two looks like the book that's growing and improving and. I think you said it wants to be born, that sort of feeling. So increase as advice is, yeah, go with that, act with that, like the farmer who has crops that are growing and want to be harvested and using that energy especially for returning in a returning kind of way, which means both turning it towards improvement and also just, just being on the road, being on the journey and being able to change direction. Um, Actually, I'd like to talk about 24 first, if okay. that's okay, to start mm-hmm. at the back, because so I think yeah. um, it's background and context and it might be a mental shift about what pitching a book, sending it out there actually is. Yes, yeah. okay. So, um, yeah, and it's a different way of thinking about it from um, what you said, in email that it's like being born. Mm-hmm. I mean, if something's being born, it's inside and then it's outside, Um And uh, it's one or the other, and this is a one-way street, and uh, it's big and painful and dramatic, and so on. And I think 24 is about that moment of taking the book out into the world, but it feels very different. You know, it's uh, no labour pains here. Okay. Returning, creating success, going out, coming in, without haste. Partners come, not a mistake. Turning round and returning on your path, the seventh day comes, you return, and it's fruitful to have somewhere to go. It's just so relaxed this one going out, coming in without haste, partners come, not a mistake um it's it's there's a to and fro to it. It sounds to me like the story of a journey. You go out, you meet help, you come back, you come back home, and then you repeat, um you turn round and return on your path that's it implies there's a loop on the seventh day, meaning in due course when the cycle completes. And in a way, the important thing is to be able to turn round, having somewhere to go, setting out, exploring, um, going into new realms. You get that line in 42 as well. The character returning, it shows a foot on the road and a town. I think it has this meaning of travelling and coming back. So it's about the turning points in the journey and also an overall sense of, of a rising trend, recovery and restoration. It means returning to health, returning to good things. If you look at the shape of the hexagram itself, there's the one yang solid line at the bottom and then the five open yin lines above. Um, mm. And the feeling is that this is rising up uh, there's a rising sense of purpose and activity. It's just born down there now, but it's uh, yeah. There's a there's an open field ahead of it, and it's going to germinate and sprout and grow. It's turned things round from the preceding hexagram, twenty three, stripping away. Mm. Um, that's the same hexagram, but the other way up. So there are five yin lines below, and then the last yang line at the top is just being pushed out like the leaves are falling from the trees in autumn and there's loss and things are being taken from you. Um, yes. mm-hmm. And it's saying, peel that away and start over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 24 is the starting over. Um, it's it's very encouraging. Things cannot be completely used up. Stripping away comes to an end on the outside and there's turnaround on the inside and so returning follows. The leaves fall, the seeds fall, and then something is buried and starts to germinate. It has to come round again. Um, I think uh, this is a you-are-here sort of relating hexagram that Mm -hmm. you've come to the point of um, the book going out into the world and this is how it goes. And maybe also sort of chapter heading for your life, I don't know, Um, a sense of you have this book written, it's a good book, and um energy is on the rise, just just starting to germinate and come back. Is this making some yeah. sense?
1: Yeah, I was just also thinking that I I haven't thought of it before, but it's also a bit like the, the revision process is kind of I'm going to the end of the book, then going back to the beginning again, then going through again, then going back to the beginning. Mm, um yeah. Yeah, so that's that's kind of that return, yeah, which I mm. haven't I haven't really
0: recognized before yeah yeah. and i i think that will you know that that sense will expand when Mm. you when you have it out there and you know it will go to some people who will tell you some things about it and it will helpful things and it will come back and it will get changed it'll go out and it'll come back yeah okay yeah i i imagine yes that
1: makes
0: sense and the the trigrams for this one there's thunder below and the earth above so the thunder is well buried under the earth You probably know the old Chinese idea was that in spring, thunder burst forth from the earth, and that was when everything began to grow and germinate and sprout. So here it's still buried. The seed is still buried and just starting to sprout somewhere down there under your feet. And the season it's associated with is winter solstice, which is the darkest Mm -hmm. moment and also the moment when things start getting lighter. Yes. Things start germinating. And the image says thunder dwells in the centre of the earth, returning. The ancient kings closed the borders at winter solstice. Itinerant merchants didn't travel and the prince did not tour the regions. I think the idea here is that the ancient kings are being like the earth and they're caring for the people and their impulses to do things. Um, And so the inner thunder is being nurtured and it's also not being allowed to jump straight back to normal with quotes around normal because part of 24 is being able to detect that little inner spark that says when to change direction right. when to emerge when to when to send the book out course, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. and you know not um and so we, we don't have the prince you know, saying, well, it's time I went on a tour, or the merchant's saying, you know, it's, it's this phase and we're going to just go down the to-do list and tick off the next thing. Um, yeah. It's not being taken over and governed by routine or even the expectation that this is just the usual way of doing things and this yeah. is sort of what I ought to be doing by now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: By itself, that looks like if your instinct is saying not ready to pitch, then, you yeah, know, okay, yeah, keep it inside and nurture it. Um it's a matter of seasonal change. The ancient kings didn't say, well, you know, gosh, I mean, if I don't open the gates and send the merchants out now, maybe I never will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're not second-guessing themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's that's 24. Mm-hmm. Um, the to and fro, it in and out, and also the, the relaxation of it and the nurturing and listening for the inner cues um yeah that makes sense yeah and then you have 42 mm. um which is another hexagram with a really strong sense of pairing with the one before it stripping away and then return decrease and then increase and they're both part of a cycle of loss and gain with the difference i suppose that 41 42 decrease increase it's more a matter of human timing the character for decrease has a vessel that you can imagine is being poured out in offering. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, you decrease yourself, you pour things out, you make space, and then comes 42. And the character for this one has a vessel which is full to overflowing. You know, you make the offering, you make space, and then you receive blessing. And then you have then you have increase, your vessel is overflowing. You have to do something with it. You have to pour it out. You have to give it, and so on. Um there's no point in this which is just um sitting and having something. You don't write a book and grow it and then just sit and hug it to your chest, saying oh, okay. so yes. sort of oh my book. Um it's the yeah. energy is always on the move. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that makes that makes sense, yeah.
0: Mm.
1: That's that's what I'm worried about, yeah, that that I'll just um I've just become my thing and I don't get out into the world. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's I, just, it's I just not what I want for it.
0: <laughs> no, I don't expect why why would you think you'll do that? Why I kinda of, yeah. I, sure you won't do that. Um, Nothing to suggest you would do that. Okay, good. (laughs) Um, Increasing, fruitful to have somewhere to go, fruitful to cross the great river. All this rising energy, the the crops are growing, the book is flourishing and you want to do something, explore something, go out and cross the river and embark on something new and conquer new realms. Um, That's the underlying energy of this whole thing. I think it's inner logic. Which I think you feel, yes, I and mean, you have this book. You've conceived of it. You've written it. It's a good one. It wants to be out there.
1: I think so. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> I've got inner doubts that come that keep coming to the surface. They're not very strong inner doubts, actually. They're more they're more residual, I think, past mm. baggage, past baggage of failures past and things that yeah. haven't quite mm. gone as planned. Yeah.
0: Mm. Oh yes, everyone has that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So with the trigrams here, you've still got inner thunder, that inner spark and creative spark and impulse to act. And you know, here we go. Here we go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then on the outside, that's translating into wind, which is where your moving lines are. So that, it makes a picture, thunder and wind, of a storm that stirs up the wind and it's creating movement and change. Um, and then the image is actually really interesting. Wind and thunder increasing. A noble one sees improvement and so she changes. Where there is excess, she corrects it. Um, which sounds quite a lot like doing revisions. Mm. Um, but also, it's interesting for all the things it doesn't say. It doesn't say a noble one does what she's told. It doesn't say a noble one knows the rules and follows them. Um, it doesn't say a noble one sticks to her enduring principles. It's, it's about moment to moment adjusting and correcting and always moving towards what's better. And there are actually other texts around this hexagram that um, have a similar tone to them. The commentary on the oracle keeps talking about increase without limits and going forward without limit. And in the great treaties, it talks about how it grows wealth with no contrivance or no establishing or no founding things and setting them up. So, yeah, that's part of the spirit of increase mm. is this desire to keep moving, can it be better, keep, you know, keep it going that way.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm so overall tackling the book with increase with the spirit of always flexibly moving towards something better always exploring what's possible
1: Hmm.
0: um and doing this in 24 season in returning season in that way means going out and coming in to and fro you and the book on the road um journey underway so now it's time to look at the moving lines (laughs) yeah um are the two hexagrams kind of sitting gelling for you making yes so far.
1: yes yes completely yeah and also i was just thinking that in, in t- a lot of the time when you think of editing or revising you might be thinking of taking things out but there's quite a lot of mm. increase and i'm adding, mm. adding some bits are coming out but there's quite a lot of, there is some increase going there as well so yeah
0: yeah seeing improvement and changing and mm. correcting excess that's in there as well so yeah yeah, mm. yeah. it's practically the um sort of Editor's motto, isn't it? That lot. (laughs) Mm. Uh, So, yes, you're moving lines. True and confident with a benevolent heart. No question good fortune from the source. Truth, confidence and benevolence are my own strength. And then line six. Absolutely no increase in this. Maybe someone strikes this one. The heart's foundation is not lasting. Pitfall. Yes, I don't like that line. No, I think we we can safely say that these two lines are alternatives and line five is what you're supposed to do and line six is what you're not supposed to do. okay. Um, Actually, I'm not even what to do so much as the spirit and mindset to do it in, which is more important. And you don't want to be pitching now in the spirit of, well, if I don't do it now, I might never do it and I don't trust Mm -hmm. myself to. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't want to be not. Pitching because you're thinking, well, if I do and I get a rejection, I won't be able to cope. Mm. Um, so, so in a way, what you do becomes a lot less important than why you do it, the mindset you do it with. I think, and yes, yeah, mm. and line five is the mindset you need: true and confident with a benevolent heart. No question, good fortune from the source. Truth, confidence, and benevolence are my own strength, or my own day, my own unique character personal strength um it's a beautiful line with confidence and trust and generosity the desire to share all is well and there's no question so doubt is banished and you don't even need an oracle um and it's banished by truth and confidence by fu, which is the same word as in the name of hexagram 61 inner truth mm. um and it's yeah, it's truth and confidence and trust and rapport and the kind of channel of relationship. It's the, it's the stuff that relationship is made of that makes relationship possible. It's the conduit for it. Um, mm. So this, I think, this line is going into the pure peak of increase energy. And it just starts giving. Stepping into the flow of blessing and offering, of receiving and giving, of full participation, and that promises good fortune and finding your own strength. Okay. Good. Yeah, it's lovely, <laughs> and I think I Great. think I think what? It, yeah, it is. It's gorgeous, but it's also quite demanding. Yeah. Um. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I. I had this was a very early reading of mine. you know, the Clarity Forums, you've participated there. Um, In their very early days, um, very, very early days, no one there was doing readings apart from me. Mm. And I was thinking I need to set up some kind of point system. I need to start charging people. Um, And I had this reading as part of the answer to what I should do about it. And so this line is basically why you found a working forum with lots of people helping one <laughs> another and not a points yeah. system and something that was dead in the water. Right. Um, yeah. But at the time that was quite demanding because there was no sign of anything like that happening. Mm. Um, it's, a, it's a demand to give and trust um, and be generous and open and, you know, quit faffing about and second-guessing. It goes with hexagram 27, Nourishment. I mean, if this line changed on its own, that's right. the one you'd have. So it's, fi- it's fully into this flow of increase and giving and receiving and being nourished and finding a robust, balanced way that, of mutual support. It makes me think that you need to think of the book as something for people to read. Um, and in terms of relationship with readers, yes, okay. Mm. As opposed to the thing you wrote and the thing you want to say and the thing you want to publish.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, pitching it by all means that that can be one way of making that shift towards here's this thing I have to give. You're welcome mm. to read it. I don't know if you have friends, peers you could give it to to read just as part of this part of this shift of you know. Here, here's this thing. Read it.
1: Yeah, I suppose I could. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I
0: could do that. Yeah. Kind of leaping into the flow, sharing, giving, trusting and finding that that's where your strength and energy is. Then there's line six. Mm. Absolutely no increase in this. Maybe someone strikes this one. The heart's foundation is not lasting pitfall. Uh, Yeah, don't do this. So what exactly is it that you shouldn't do. I, what's wrong here? Why does, Clearly what's wrong is that someone gets struck down and not increased, but why does that happen? One way to see that is that it's line six. So it's all the way up in the clouds, as it were. It's very far removed from ground level and the reality of other people. Right. Um, another is that that's kind of the extreme point of increase and I know it says absolutely no increase but I've seen it often with someone who has an increased mindset hmm. still um, and it's kind of gone to an extreme and they're confident they have something to say and they have their own project to complete and they're on their own mission um, maybe sort of multiplied by the fact that this line changes to hexagram three which is beginning and has all the energy and excitement and also all the difficulties of beginning um, and doesn't feel like any time to settle down or finalize anything or negotiate anything or put anything into relationship with anything else. Um, and that kind of multiplies with hexagram 42's desire to keep exploring, keep changing, keep improving. So it can have um, be sort of supercharged with this energy of, uh, of, you know, let's go, let's do my thing. Mm-hmm. And then it gets clobbered. I don't, that may not be your experience of the line. You said you'd had it when you were pretty deeply depressed.
1: Um, I wasn't deeply depressed. I just had a um, uh, um well, yeah. no, I wasn't deeply depressed. I was just having a moment of what is the point of me <laughs> existing, mm-hmm. which probably sounds like it's deep depression, but it wasn't really. It was more like a kind
0: of existential angst. Um, right. But, that's a, that's that's a fine distinction. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. And and you read it as a as being ticked off for being selfish, being slapped down that. I did. Yeah, mm. yeah. My sense of the line is it's not exactly not necessarily selfishness, but mm-hmm. being very much in one's own world. Yeah. Um. I I've had the line when I had something I wanted to give or an ex- something I wanted to explain, and to the benefit of the other person, it was just that I was assuming that there was a relationship and an agreement with them, so this would help, and there wasn't, and it didn't. Mm. Um. And I've seen it with other people when they had something they wanted to express and wanted to achieve and they weren't interested in relationship. I think it's the food, the truth and confidence and trust, the rapport, the relationship that's missing. Um, what I find really helpful for this line is the added commentary from the Great Treaties, which if you've got Wilhelm, you might have, I think it's in book three, isn't it? it might be. Uh, I'm not sure. Anyway, it um, comes from the part of the Great Treaties where I think what's happening is a master diviner is extemporising on the lines. Um, and for this one, he says, a superior man sees to his safety before he acts, composes his mind before he speaks, confirms his relationships before making a request. A superior man gives attention to these three things and therefore is safe. If he acts riskily, people will not support him. If he speaks without confidence, people will not respond. Yes. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. And if he makes demands without first confirming relationships, people will not stand by him. If no one stands by him, ill wishes will draw near. Yeah, that's Richard Rutt's translation from his Joey. I like it. It's very straightforward. Mm -hmm. I think this explains the heart without foundation part of the text especially um, the parts about speaking without confidence or demands without confirming relationships. In the first place, it sounds like advice for pitching. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Send the concept, get the conversation going, have a relationship, create it, renew it first. Mm. Um, I I have no experience of doing doing this, but I Mm. guess you do that before you dump a dump a whole manuscript on them yeah
1: yeah mm. um, um is that right yeah. you look- um yes no i was yeah i was pondering i was thinking my brain was just going off on a bit of a tangent i mean there's a, few, there's a few there's a yeah there's a few different people that i know including the the daughter of the person i'm writing the book about um, mm-hmm. who i who i had also I haven't told her I'm writing this. Um, I think her initial reaction will be negative because a lot has already been written about her, both her parents, because they're both famous. Um, and um, I, I think I think it's been a lot for her to deal with through her life. And in a way, I was writing it for her, even though I've only met her once. It's a bit silly. <laughs> but mm. but um, I just felt very... Um, I, I felt like there was some, something that needed to be redressed um, in this particular person's work. I've always been haunted by their by what they did in their life Mm. um and i feel that they've been misrepresented and i'm sorry i don't know where i'm going now that's that's just Mm.
0: oh and it's really interesting what you're saying because now it sounds as if the key relationship and the key act of giving might be giving your book to this person the the child Mm. of the person you're writing about Mm. yeah um wrote it for them
1: well, I then, did I did write yeah well then it.
0: Yeah. give it to them <laughs> yeah. um, and that has a very different feel to it to you know working down the list of things to do with the book and checking off the send it off and mm. send it off to publishers and start pitching it
1: well that was a i mean i did I did think well if um if that person supported the book if she was behind it, then it would be much easier then for it to go out into the world but then that also that felt a bit machiavellian so
0: it it does doesn't it I mean you have to want to give it to her anyway yeah um mm, yeah i think um so it it sounds like advice for advice for pitching, and uh, now I know about her, it sounds like quite specific advice mm-hmm. um and it also feels like a more general mind shift. Mindset shift can't talk from this is my book, and it wants to be born to people will want to read this book. Mm. this is something for people to read you know a book you know words on a page doesn't do anything isn't you know it's inert, um people reading a book, then yeah, you know, then everything is happening, and that I think. Takes us away from the detachment um, and lack of foundation of line six, back towards line five, where you're you're giving the book to actual people, so they can actually read it, and yeah, yeah and and flow happens and things move. Yeah,
1: that and that is actually a, a difference from um, my writing experiences in the past, and a lot of the time I. I've not been able to make that connection. Sometimes my ideas have been so uh, up in the air and so unconnect- disconnected from people's lives that it's been hard for other people to connect with them. And even for me to connect with it, sometimes I get so caught up in some sort of, I don't know where, on <laughs> parallel reality.
0: So um, w- waving your hands above your head to yeah. indicate where it is. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, definitely line six places. Mm.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. And that and that makes a lot more sense actually. I think whenever I've got that line in the past, I felt I've just felt immediately a kind of guilt uh, I, that I was doing something terrible. I was being being very selfish, and people were going to come and attack me. Um, whereas mm. in, in 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 fact, maybe it's just a, uh, that sense of it's missed it's missed the point somewhere. Or it's
0: yeah, off off in its own world.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. And my my favorite experience with that line um, was when many, many years ago, someone sent me um, a copy of their new Yijing divination software for review. Mm -hmm. Um, And I noticed two things about this software. One was that the translation it was using was Bradford Hatcher's, and his name was nowhere. And there was just the software owner's copyright notice at the bottom. They had lifted his entire book. Um, Oh dear. It was about (laughs) it. Yeah. They'd lifted his entire book, put their own copyright notice on it. And that was that. So that was one thing I noticed about it. And I... Told Bradford and we got it sorted out the other thing I noticed was that there was a little bit of a bug with the um, actual casting and the only line it would ever give was 42 line six.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> oh wow it's really quite funny yeah. um and yeah I <laughs> which was kind of splendid uh, but yes when I talked to the chap about this and you know Bradford got in touch with him and said you hey, know hello uh, this is my book mm-hmm. he's like Oh well, you know his staff had found this book on this translation online, and it just seemed sort of like a gift from the universe um, for his for his project to go forward. So, yes, I he wasn't being selfish exactly. He had his thing, and he was just full of it, and he he wanted it to go on and be out there and change the world and so on and yes the the lack of lack of relationship, the lack of grounding the off in his own little world. I've seen it from an author as well who um didn't want to make the changes that the editors wanted her to make, and eventually the project <laughs> fell through and as I say, I've had it a fair few times when I had these amazing things to explain to people, and uh, I was doing a really good job of explaining and uh, not listening to or pay any attention to them at all, and you can guess how well that went. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, very much this sort of up in the air in one's own in one's own world, mm. not necessarily with a feeling of selfishness at all. Mm. I think um, just detached, unfounded, ungrounded, with with nothing underneath it.
1: Yes. Mm. Yeah, that makes total sense.
0: Yeah, and it's very different from line five, which is. Plunged into the middle of of giving and generosity, and finding all the energy there,
1: and having confidence.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, um, yeah. What jumps out at you for all this?
1: Um, yeah, that's all. That's all very helpful. I think what I think what what jumps out at me is. Um, how superficial, my, how superficial my readings can be with my first thing was <laughs> to see 42.6 and think oh my god I've done a terrible thing what have I done that's all, that's, that was all I could see
0: that's a completely understandable reaction to 42.6 what I share I hate getting that one <laughs> um,
1: but but yeah that's um yeah that's actually that's actually really helpful and feel and feels very positive um also makes me realize how much how much sort of doughty negativity i've i've got in me because i've because i've got those sorts of feelings welling up in me even faced mm. with something that's quite positive and saying yeah she should take it out into the world and i've got this oh no but you can't <laughs> what if they strike you
0: mm-hmm. uh, mm. yeah but yeah yes I'm Like we with the forum and line five, what if I just keep giving and giving forever until I'm a sort of little dried out husk and nobody else ever does anything? No. That's not how it turned out. Um. <laughs> mm.
1: But then it's also what you were saying about twenty four as well in terms of that, that idea of of, of, um, of timing. Um, maybe maybe the time is maybe the time is near. Maybe the time is near. Um.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um. Yes, and it's, it's not, as I say, I think it's not especially about what to do, mm-hmm. pitch versus not pitch, but it's the how and why. Generosity, yeah. confidence, here's something for people to read and here, you know, here's a vessel that's full, so pour it out, send it out for people to read. Um, yeah. And, yeah, give it to the person you kind of feel you wrote it for. Mm. My little
1: um, inner voice is going, what if she hates
0: it? Yeah, yeah well, then you'll <laughs> give it to her. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the point (laughs) yeah um and this is yeah and it's all part of uh 24 i suppose the turning point of increase actually in these two lines it's when it starts giving um
1: right yes
0: yeah these two top lines it's not a sort of publicity push it's not the you know time to pitch open the pitching to-do list start checking Mm -hmm. items off it but it's yeah Twenty-four doesn't feel like that at all, does it? Um, no,
1: no,
0: it's part of a personal, you know, recovery and return, and part of a journey, and uh, yeah, and going out and coming in without haste, and uh, yeah, it's yeah. You and the book on the road. Yeah, so, yeah. Well,
1: I, yeah.
0: have a, have you know have a good journey. Hmm. Okay, great, right. yeah. yeah. I think that brings me to the end of the things I have to say about it.
1: Yeah, really useful. Thanks, Hilary. That's great.
0: So that was our reading for this month. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave a review or rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you have requests or just suggestions for ways I can make this podcast more helpful and more fun to listen to, please let me know. Just email me at hillary at onlineclarity.co.uk. I'm still very new to podcasting and I'd really welcome your ideas. Thank you.